0: Fearless Fundraisers, I'm Don Lego, and it's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building those better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future. Of fundraising. Well, welcome back to our fearless fundraising audience. Um, we're so glad to have you. Happy Pride Month. Um, we're recording this right in the beginning of June. So I hope you're all celebrating pride. If you're new here to Raise Nation Radio, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're a family. Um, you can find us on 11 podcast streams and of course on demand at onecause.com. So it's great. So great to have you. And today's, uh, r- this episode is super special because we have some one cause voices that are celebrating pride and talking about their stories um, their personal perspectives and I think we're really going to get into some uh, good conversation that's very appropriate Um, so I'd like to just go a little round robin and introduce my peers that I'm honored to call friends and I'm so grateful that they're joining in on this conversation I'm going to start with KJ because you know her you love her Um, she's been a guest a co-host um, for Raise Nation Radio so many times and uh, she's also the magic behind um, this podcast so it's so great to have her back. Hi KJ how you doing? want to let remind the audience who you are and what you hey. do at One Cause please? Yeah
1: absolutely I'm KJ um, new media specialist my pronouns are they she um, and I'm super excited to do this uh, podcast on pride because it's just something that you know hits home for me and it's really exciting that we got this platform to be able to just talk about the meaning and things that are important because that's what we do every day so it's nice yeah
0: we're, we're building better tomorrow so educating folks on different things and um i think is fantastic and glad we have this opportunity so we're going to go in alpha order i'm going to do my best jersey accent and uh Audrey, let our audience Audrey how am I supposed to say it because now you
2: got me all oh, befuddled. no I just uh, I adore the Audrey it, it's the Audrey Audrey, Audrey. I, yeah hi. <laughs> well let our audience get to know you a little bit better hi raise nation radio my name is Audrey I'm in one cause um sales department I I um I have been here with the company for a year now. It's um it's been an incredible journey into professionalism and intro into the nonprofit world. Um and and it's just been so exciting to learn from every corner of this country how fearless fundraisers do what they do so well and how we can help them and and come in and just provide um uh, some, some thought leadership to them and, and some tools and all of the things we do.
0: Oh, that was sweet. All right. I'm a little alpha challenge, but if I have this right, cause I'm going alpha by first name, Nicole, right? Do I have that right? We'll or know. no, it would be Nate. Oh my gosh. I messed up. <laughs> KJ, do I miss this? Mess that every up in every time. marketing meeting. Okay. I
1: go after Dawn every time, yeah. every week she says, I don't know who goes next
0: yeah i I, I really should just abandon the alphabet all right go for nate
3: uh my name is nate i am on the same team as Audrey. I work in sales. I have been with One Cause for almost a year. I started last August and I use uh, he, him pronouns, and just super happy to be here and connect with you all. Happy Pride and uh, ready to learn a little bit from the people on this uh, podcast. So happy to be here.
0: Yeah. Super cool. Okay. Nicole, I think everybody knows Nicole, but uh, why don't you intro yourself and let our audience get to know you a little bit closer.
4: Thanks, Dawn. Uh Hello, Raise Nation. My name is Nicole Taylor, and I my pronouns are she, her, and I work on the customer education team. I've been with One Cause for going on 11 years now, so a long time with the company and super excited to be here as well and be a representative for
0: our culture. Hey, Nicole, have you taken your sabbatical yet? Not yet.
4: I'm oh, still me? trying to figure out what the best use of that time is so lots yeah. of thoughts, and i just need to narrow it down
0: yeah yeah that's me too i haven't yet either so maybe we'll go together I love and that. last but not least and super cool that not only is she a peer but now she's a, a marketing peer to kj and i um sarah let our whole oh everybody knows you too um let our whole team get to know you a little bit better
5: yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, my name is Sarah Brown. I use she/her pronouns. Um, as Don said, I am now working in the marketing department, and I work primarily on product enablement. So it's very exciting. Well, that's super um, and, exciting, yeah. especially with innovation happening mm-hmm. with OneCause these days. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that that was that's me. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know there's much more to you because we've ri- driven in the car together and um, hopefully we'll explore that, you know, during the podcast. So um, let's just talk about pride. Oh, well, you know what? I learned something. So um, help me all out. So it's the right thing um, for me to say, i um, Don Lego and my preferred pro- pronouns are she, her. Did I do that good? Yeah. I really want to know that. Was that right? Yes. That's right. Okay, Absolutely. good. Well, thank you.
2: Preferred um, or I guess chosen
5: sometimes.
1: Yeah. Okay. You just say your pronouns. Like it's sometimes it's nice to ask preferred, but however you say them is, you know, that's your pref- Like that's you. So mm-hmm. that's you identify. Well,
0: you know, that's a good point, KJ. Let's just start right there. Um, being your true, authentic self without fear, hopefully mm-hmm. without judgment and um, just to the opportunity to be who you are who with whoever you're with and wherever you are is just such a basic essential, you know, in life. And that's what pride's all about. So how does that resonate with everyone, right? To just be your true authentic self. Who wants to comment on that?
5: Um,
1: um, oh, go ahead, go Kijin. Ahead, no, sir, go ahead.
5: No, well, I think that you probably live it a little bit more personally. Like I, I live it through my kids, right? Like I live it through the experience as a mom who has children who are gay and transgender and just allowing them to have space to share who they are not only with me but with their friends with their teachers with their peers um to me that's what pride is all about just allowing people to express who they are with the knowledge that they're going to be believed
0: oh. your yeah. children are very lucky to have you as a parent um really because it all starts at home and the mindset at home to be able to go out in the world courageously and fearlessly whatever you identify or whatever your true your know, authentic self is so hats off to you Sarah
2: but who was going to say was that Audrey was that you well I was just gonna say is Sarah one uh, wonderfully said um, living your your honest authentic version of yourself without fear without judgment and with the security of being believed for for the, for the person that you express yourself as that has so much power in unleashing the potential of a person you know like when you are safe when you are are honored when you can trust yourself and the people around you to respect yourself um As you fully are, it that weight, that fear off your shoulders, and the love that comes with that, with that openness, is so transformative.
0: Hmm. Wow, powerful stuff. Any what do you want to comment on that?
2: Well, so I, I, I'm a. a young um, bi woman who grew up in the midwest and to have family supporting you to have chosen families that support you uh, growing up was um, a wonderful wonderful experience of having so many different identities just sort of come together um, in my community and all just accept each other i didn't i didn't really face a lot of backlash from from my chosen people
1: Yeah, that was really nice to hear both of, both of you guys, Sarah, especially resonating with you as, as a mom, like pride is so special to me because I come from a very um, conservative family. Uh, so I come from, oh, they love me. Like uh, being gay, they still love me. Is it their choice? No, my gender is another, another thing. So yeah, um, Like to hear that from a mom perspective is just that is like really nice to hear. And I'm sure like your kids appreciate that because they need it. And like for me, um, just showing up as who I am, sometimes that can be very, very scary or, you know, just because I'm I am I am different or I am, you know, other or whatever. So it's always important for me to show up who I am, no matter what, so that kids like me can have the strength to show up. Cause I know how hard that is as a kid. I remember like the first time I even thought about it, like thought there was something that wasn't, you know, normal or whatever. And, in the family wasn't like an Oprah show that they talked about intersex. That was the first time I learned that, Oh, well, they are both. And I turned to my mom. It was like early 2000s. And I said, well, mom, I think, I think that's me. And it was just like kind of like that conversation and um, never talked about it again until I was 21 and came out as non-binary. And then um, one cause has made it such a safe place. I never thought I could show up uh, as just who I am I never thought professional and personal would mix like that. Um, One cause has made it such a safe place. And like, that's why this means a lot to me. And that's why pride means a lot, because I never thought that there was going to be a day where I could just show up and that be, you know, proud of me for showing up. So it's really nice to have this team here. And it's really nice to have just one cause in general, just there and loving and embracing.
0: You know, I I get to hang with you a lot, KJ, especially, you know, in our marketing teams and and when we're in person and... You are just the coolest, <laughs> the most creative. So much fun. You know, like I I get, uh, you know, I, I guess we all have our fears about who we are, whether it's race, religion, gender, you know, you you, you want to be with like-minded folks. That's safe, right? And when the minute you think you're not with like-minded folks, it, it's it's uncertainty. But I get to hang with you a lot and gosh. I just see how special you are. You're so giving, you're so generous and, and philanthropic and you wanna just make the world a better place. And I, that's all I see, right? And so I hate hearing that you know, no. there was any fear there ever.
1: I appreciate it. And your
0: authentic self is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. With like-minded people too. Like just, you know, saying that ah, I'd love to be with like-minded people, but I like to pe- be with people that think differently too, um, to let them know that's okay that they think differently of me. Yeah, but- it's just, Allowing. i want to
0: comment on that. You want people, because yeah, people that think differently for me, challenge me, right. And, and let me be a little bit more open-minded, but you want people to, if they're thinking differently, you don't want that judgment piece to be part of that. Mm. Right. It's okay yeah. to think differently. It's just not okay to, in my book, to be judgmental. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts about that? Nate, Nicole. Yeah. I, I, first of all,
3: I fall under like the G of the acronym. So I am gay um, and grew up kind of small town, Indiana. So I had a lot of pushback, not from my family, which Sarah, I love that you are such a supportive mom. Um, I had very supportive parents and I was extremely lucky to have that in small town, Indiana, but I got a lot of pushback from my community so I was just thinking about like, you know, your your family crest. And I know, Audrey, you mentioned your chosen family. Like, I was lucky to have my supportive family and a chosen family. Um, and that pride flag has sort of been like a beacon for me for a safe space outside of like my family home. Um, so I've lived around a lot of non-supportive people a lot of people that not only think differently from me but also gave me pushback on who i was um even just saying like i'm gay that was like the hardest thing for me for years to even just say it verbally so uh i think being a part of one cause and 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 jobs that i've had in the past who i've been sort of i wouldn't say discriminated against but so many microaggressions and you know, judgments and making comments about what I wear or how I talk. Working at One Cause has been a breath of fresh air (laughs) that I even have this going on. This podcast is just fantastic. And I can feel like I can be, you know, who I am and not be afraid of. uh, And for me, it's a lot of like very overly masculine men, (laughs) usually, that are kind of the antithesis of of, um, my viewpoint. But even the men here at this company and the women and everyone in between and outside have been so supportive. Um, So I feel just lucky to be here,
0: to be honest. Yeah, I like our culture. You know, shout out to our HR team led by Angie Woods, um, who, you know, we just we just want an inclusive culture, you know, all All people are, you know, important, all causes are important. We just want a better, a better world inside and outside of, of one cause. So that brings me to pride and pride month. What does that mean to all of us? Like what? You know, sure, we're 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 waving our you know rainbow flags and we're maybe at parades, but really, what does it tr- what does Pride Month really really mean? I, I just had the opportunity to speak with the with HRC uh, that you know the Human Rights Campaign and um, just got a lot of perspective on where it started, where it's going, you know, what barriers were breaking down. It was a wealth of education, but I'd love to hear from this group what does Pride Month mean to you
4: well I can uh, chime in a little bit since I haven't chimed in yet but um, pride to me means progress and um, I say that because I grew up in the 80s and 90s and you know even though I grew up in California that was more forward-thinking I had a be- I, I still have a best friend since fifth grade who I've always I always knew I always had that feeling that something else was different with her, but I still loved her. And when she got to the point in time where she decided to come out to me, she was so scared, so scared. And I was just heartbroken. But I understood why she was scared, because she grew up in a traditional Mexican family. It was a situation where dad didn't even want her to come over and spend the night, have you know sleepovers and things like that. And I knew her coming out to me was almost a a test for going to her parents and telling her parents that she was gay. And I remember I just started crying whenever she told me about it or when she came out to me. And I I just said, I love you no matter what. And I hope you know that. And I know this is going to be a challenge for you because I know your family, but I want you to know I'm right here by your side. And so seeing where we are now versus where we were then really to me feels like progress that it's taking away that label that people have. And it's really showing that you're a human being who wants love. And it also reminds me of um, I grew up again in the nineties and fell in love with the musical culture. That mantra is peace, love, unity, and respect. And I feel like pride highlights, peace, love, unity, and respect, because that's all human elements and it's all things that we crave as human beings.
0: Yeah. I love that because none of those things really matter. We still have brains. We still have hearts, right? And we're still at the court. We're we're just human beings. So it doesn't really matter what you identify with, be you. And, um, yeah, I think that, I think that brings me to another point you know, Nicole, thank goodness that your friend had you in a friend, right? So um, maybe it paved the way, made things a little bit easier, get, you know, a little bit more confident for your friend. So what could we all be doing? What? How do we change hearts? How do we change mindsets? What could we be doing a little bit better tomorrow than we're doing today to give everybody the freedom and the courage to just be their authentic self, whatever that is? Like what What's missing? What can we be doing differently?
2: So Nate and I were we were always speaking. I I, I love speaking with Nate, but um, we were talking earlier about how it's it's not that we need to start the conversation. Like the conversation has been and will go on. It's the way that we speak with one another. It's the way that we seek to understand each other and meet, not necessarily in the middle, but where you're at. Like if you don't understand coming. To a place of 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 love and and compassion for people that just have never experienced a, a, a anyone within the lgbtq plus community and and letting them know like listen, i don't expect you to be Perfect in your in your understanding and obse- acceptance of me, but I I expect respect and and having that be the baseline of of our conversations moving forward of of respect is so crucial I think for progress to happen.
1: Yeah, that's really well said, um, and that's like exactly kind of how i feel i think what's helped me especially coming from a family that thinks very differently than me uh the biggest adjustment i had was being okay with them not necessarily understanding but still loving me um that's how i can have a relationship with with my family is that it's okay that you don't understand it's still the love that you give and the love that you receive Um, and just like letting me be who I am and me not like, you know, expecting them, like you said, to know everything, expecting them to like get everything right. That's just, that's not going to happen with any parent on any given day because they're a parent. Um, but what I do expect is that, you know, at the end of the day, you still love me, and we have our differences, and we don't push those. We don't push to be the same. We accept our differences.
0: Underscore that for sure, um, and and that and that has that really crosses just everything, you know, uh, there's no two humans that are the same. We're all different, you know, so whether it's race or religion or gender or, or ability or disability, I mean, pride is not necessarily focused on um, com- the community with special needs, but, you know, I, I often just wish that the world would be different with my son yeah. who is not always accepted and is often judged. I mean, it's just be your true authentic self. And I would love the world to be able to, um, just accept everyone for who they are. Um, yeah, yeah, but
5: Dawn, I, I actually, I, I love the, the idea of acceptance, even when you don't understand. And this this has come come up a lot with like some of my extended family, like the older generation. And they're just like, well, I just I don't understand. They them pronoun. I don't understand. Like, why are they changing their name? I don't understand. And I'm always like. I'm always like, you don't need to understand to accept who they tell you they are. And I do think that, yes, always want people to try to understand, to have that empathy. But I think that it's also important that you can accept even if you don't understand. Because like you said, people are coming from all different backgrounds and histories, religions, and all sorts of things. And I would just love to see more acceptance, even if you don't understand.
4: Okay. Okay. And I think like, just to go along with the understanding part is understanding that you're not going to change that person because you think differently than them. And I think that's where a lot of friction happens is because if you don't understand someone, you're trying to change them with your viewpoints. And I think we need to eliminate that and think, okay, well, let's agree to disagree and, and how you want to live your life and the way I want to live my life, but I still love you. And I still want to be there for you. I still want to be supportive. You know, I think understanding can have different, levels like you don't have to fully understand where you embrace it and now your mind's changed and you're gonna go live the life the other person does.
0: If there if I if I could have one wish, I wish for those people who say I don't understand that they don't stop there. It's okay to say you don't understand because if you don't, you don't, but to say you don't understand the narrative should really be, but I, I, I want to learn. Exactly.
2: Right? Like, well, it yeah, doesn't have that, to that's be the this part like, that's missing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this moment of, well, I don't get it. I'm going to throw up my hands right? And, and, right. And, and like throw a tantrum that I don't get it a lot of people don't understand a lot of things. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all just
0: posing here. So don't, yeah, yeah. don't put a period
2: on it. Just be like, okay, I don't understand, but I want to learn. It's an ellipsis. It's a dot, dot, dot. It's a continuation of like... Let's continue this conversation. Let's help me okay. understand exactly. Help me learn. Sure. And within one cause, I think the that tenant, that pillar for us of of curiosity, has been so crucial in in the culture that we've created and um, and beyond. In that, like what Nate was saying earlier. Of course our our culture includes hyper masculine people and like and, and people with with different understandings and different levels of experience. But the curiosity and the compassion that we approach mm-hmm. each other with is how we have such a wonderful culture. Because it's like Okay, yeah, Nate, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Explain that to me. And then it sparks this whole like sharing of, of knowledge and experience that creates this beautiful thing. And, and everyone walks away, maybe not um, still fully understanding, but with a piece more, you know? And it's that that is another important part is that it's a piece by piece thing. You can't just snap your fingers and expect. Yeah progress you know it's it's a slow build
1: yeah and i think working oh sorry i was gonna say it's the moments of connection that you take away from those conversations the moments that although you are two completely different people you are connected on something you are connected through if, if that one thing is this conversation you're connected through that and it's that feeling and like that warmth that will push people forward that you know that's okay. And in this moment we're accepted and we're connected and we're curious and just showing empathy. Nicole, you were going to say something
0: or Nate? Go ahead, Nicole.
1: Uh, Go ahead,
4: Nate. I kind of lost my thought. (laughs) I was
3: going to go off of, yeah, that and, and kind of talk about like allyship, I think is super important right now for a lot of people who feel as though they are not in the community, which they are, there everyone's under the rainbow, right? So um, th- there is a sense of like this multi-meaning to allyship to me with one cause, because not only do we partner with nonprofits, so we don't fully understand maybe what they do because we're not there doing it with them every day, but we still support them. We uplift them. We try and help in any way or be a resource for them. And I think that that's a super important portion of pride is to let, you know, the people that are going through this in the long acronym celebrate and and help them uplift themselves. But also for me, like allies have always been there for me, right? Whether they're LGBTQ plus or not, it, the straight people in my life have been such an important part because they help me be not only myself, but I see the best parts of me in them. Right. It's about being a mirror for the people that you love and not only helping them uplift themselves, but give them, even if it's a month to celebrate themselves unapologetically with the people that they love and that you love. So. I think that like allyship for me, I just ran a small pride campaign uh, a couple of months ago and I wanted to talk about, you know, like being a, an ally for nonprofits, but also an ally in life, like just to support. And I'm I want to be an ally for for anyone, even, you know, the people that haven't had the same experience that I have in, in small town, Indiana or or elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Hey, tell us about your campaign that we run. I had no idea. Why didn't I know that?
3: Yeah. So I I. Obviously, in sales development, I ran just a very small Pride campaign and um, uh, created some conversations, not only with nonprofits that are, um, you know, like LGBTQ+, but also within my department there were a lot of conversations that were created and I had a lot of questions come up to me, people that were curious and were asking, well, what do I say here? Or how do I say this? Or how do I navigate this conversation? Or what if somebody asks me this, how do I address it? So I think just, it was such a beautiful moment because I felt like not only I, like I was belonging, but also I could be a resource for my peers. So it makes you feel good after years and years and years of not feeling like this is an important piece of who I am or something that maybe should just be hush hush. We don't talk about it to on the forefront of like what I'm doing. I love that.
4: Andy, I was going to, I'm glad that you went first because it uh, sparked my memory of what I was going to talk about is really that I was going to correlate, you know, understanding uh, with, you know, how we work with a lot of different nonprofits And I might not understand what it's like to be homeless. um, But when we go and we work with these nonprofits and we hear the stories, then we see that human element and we see that side and it helps break down any preconceived notion that we have of someone who's homeless or someone who's gay. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of it is, you know, trying to at least listen And that way you can have a little bit more of an understanding, even if it doesn't change your view or your mind.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that, Nicole. I think that our culture and and our, you know, DEIB, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging mantra helps each and every one of us understand that missions, whatever they are are super important, even if we don't understand. And I think that's part of one cause success our, our brand name is no accident. You know, we, we do put your cause in in the, in the center of everything that we do. And we're curious, we want to understand, we want to learn, we want to, um, accept and and support and be an ally, Nate, to your point. And I think, I think that's why we're good at what we do, right? Because we really truly are so accepting and empathetic and, um, Just want to help, and we want better tomorrows for everyone. So I think that you brought up some really good points there that just correlate, connect the dots between, you know, the the nonprofit community, what they're doing to further their missions, our culture, and who we are as people that really truly want to help them. Like it's it's full circle, and I'm pretty proud of One Cause for that.
2: Yeah, and I think at the base of it all. Oh, sorry, KJ. I think at the base of it all really is community building and and giving people access to one another um, and and to their stories and being able to support, whether it's fiscally and financially or or in awareness or, uh, you know, it that's that's such a a powerful part of of one cause and part of why i i simply never want to leave it's just exciting to see in every community how they how they connect with one another because there is that like common baseline of of that shared thing whatever it may be there is that that commonality but then there's also each community has its own i i individual um self i don't know where i'm going here
1: kj you're no no I hear, you. I hear you i hear you you know what i mean kj like, bring us home on this topic no i'm i'm with you and i like uh i want to say like what nate said about um just pride being so important first for a lot of people it's hush hush for at least speaking from Indiana, I don't know, Midwest, different lifestyles. Anyways, it's a, it's hush hush for a long time. So allyship, like you said, is so important because it makes me feel like it's not just okay in the community, but there are people outside of that community that it's okay to be around. So like seeing Sarah, the mother, Nicole, the friend, like of that, it's making me feel more normal, less of an outsider, less of a it's making me feel accepted. Um, So it's really important to use your voice as well, just to be like, you know, I'm here and I stand with and I stand for because like some people haven't heard that and may there's still people out there that don't hear that on their day to day from normal straight moms or straight friends or straight anyone. In their community. So just hearing those voices is like really important and it really can change a kid's life. Um, If I would have heard a mom talking about accepting their kids for that when I was in middle school, I think it wouldn't have taken me until 21 to be like, Oh God, I hate to say it everyone, but I'm going to have to let you know, right. (laughs) You know, like, it's just that, that piece that it's really important to have that for the people still struggling.
0: Yeah. And there's so many great causes out there that really are breaking those barriers and have missions, you know, to break those barriers. And, um, proud that one cause is behind them, helping them further that mission so that we can all you know, have a better, better community and more love and kindness and acceptance instead of fear and judgment and all that other stuff that we just don't have room for. And or I think time a for. lot
2: of our, our, um, our partners, our customers, they, it's not just love and acceptance. It's also health and safety, like mm. so many really are these safe havens, these places of healing, these places of of trust and mentorship and and having that older person, that friend, that mother that is there for the sole purpose of supporting you in your experience and like standing with you in that. That's so I I'm trying to make this as like unskeezy as possible but geez i love our customers <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> for what they do sure because yeah. you know when you talk about pride you are talking about so many things being your true authentic self but you also are talking about health and safety you're also talking about mental health you yeah. know so it, it's so many things and that, and you know what to our audience let's just applaud for a moment because you really are doing great things so that we could have this conversation be candid and look to you know to a a better tomorrow, really, and so we're so proud of our customers. I think is what you're saying. Um, God, I was gonna,
4: cool. I was gonna bring up the mental health aspect of it too. Yeah, a lot of nonprofits that we work with, obviously, there's that that yeah. health factor that drives their mission and change, like cancer, or, or you know, there's a, a million different physical health aspects of it. And I think it's important to really highlight the mental health aspect of it, too, because, you know, there's a lot of tragedy behind um, the LGBTQ history that is more, you know, there is a lot of physical, you know, tragedies as well. We've heard them, Um, but a, a lot more of the tragedies that I think I've seen is more of the mental health aspect of it. Someone wanting to in their life because they feel like their parents don't love them anymore, and I think that's equally as important as physical health.
0: Yeah, of course, um, it all starts with the mental health. Um, wow, well, some very um, deep conversations, but I think deep is what we are at One Cause, and that's a good thing. We can't really help our customers the way we do, um, or help any nonprofit the way we do if we we don't have that empathetic that strong deep sense mindset. Of why. Yeah yeah ry that's right mm-hmm. um well, we have a couple minutes left let's just go you know around whoever wants to go first how are you celebrating or what are you doing this month i know it's a 365 effort uh, you know um and we just need to forever change our hearts and our mindsets um but we still have the cause calendar and june is the pride month so what are you doing this month to either celebrate or make a difference or um do that one thing that can move us, move us forward. So tell me what you're all doing.
3: I am. So I think that a huge part of pride now in 2022 is not just saying the words, but living, actually living pride. And I think Sarah and Nicole, I mean, all of you, but especially you guys who just live it for all of us to see and for all of us to feel accepted. Um I think, you have to really back it up. So One Cause I think does a fantastic job of this, not just saying happy pride and putting a rainbow on something, but actually living it, right? And, and showing people that we are in the trenches and actually supporting these communities and just doing it for example. For me, I'll probably be volunteering at the Damien Center who actually partners with us, uh, which is really Shout out cool. to the
0: Damien Center. Yeah, I love okay. love the
3: Damien Center. Um, and I think just being with my friends and family, and you know feeling comfortable and relaxed um through june and maybe putting on some rainbow (laughs) also (laughs)
0: Um, i I saw the graphic i saw it (laughs) i think
3: maybe a few pride parades being with my friends and just having a good time and enjoying it while it lasts
0: good mm-hmm. for you
2: anyone else audrey sarah yeah i'll be Nicole? at um i'll be at chicago pride i will try and come back home to indiana um for hard. In- it's listen i i'm <laughs> I'm a woman who tries to balance everything. I can't help it. So I'll be I'll be trying to do both somehow, some way, um, and then also uh, supporting smaller LGBTQ plus um, creators and and brands and shops. Um, I actually just bought. I saw. Um, the Plant Queen, uh, Christopher Griffin, and um, bought bought their um, cute coffee table book, and have just been obsessing over over that. Oh, so send me the at, link for that. Oh my gosh, they are yeah. just so absolutely uh, lush as as an individual and as a content creator. It's just oh, I love it. So I'm I'm going to be keeping an eye out um, for more. Um, more more shops to support that are on that smaller end so check out the hrc they have a whole catalog of uh yeah stuff yeah um yeah of influencers and and people to follow no um just everything pride yeah just a whole store Uh, yeah they have
0: a whole store yeah it's pretty cool i was checking out the other day all right nicole sarah kj what do you guys got going on
1: Uh, I'm with you on the supporting content creators and, you know, um, just buying locally, especially for like my pride gear and stuff. I try to typically wear pride gear most of the month. Um, So just... Supporting those smaller things, indie-based things. And then uh, this year, I'm going to do a lot more of talking and being just open and vulnerable about, especially about gender and pronouns and just education, if you will. Um, And just talking about it because I want people to hear about it. I want people to feel comfortable asking about it. Um, And I think it's like really important for me uh as a human as a role model to other people that are going through that experience and just like for for me and my mission in life it's just you know humanity so I'm going to do a lot more talking for you being uncomfortable uncomfortable is what we like to say
0: yeah we say that a lot here on Raise Nation Radio all right Sarah Nicole what do you have going on this month
5: well, we are full full month of Pride, definitely going to the New York Pride Parade at the end of the month. Go every year that it it's in existence. We love 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 it. Um, You know we we're here in the city, so we we put our we put our flags up in our windows. Um, You know we're decking out in the pride gear. Um, You know this year it's we're also going to be helping um, my transgender child um, navigate, telling my mother. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to use, use the pride month to, to kind of give, give an extra support and love there so that um, she feels, she feels comfortable doing that. Good oh. luck. Yeah. Wow.
4: And uh, for me, definitely going to Pride because i uh, super excited that it's going to be back in person. And I bought a pair of rainbow sparkly shoes right before COVID hit that's just been sitting in my <laughs> my closet waiting to be worn. And I'm super excited. Got to
0: Gotta take a picture. We need oh, to see I know that.
5: I can't I wait to see a picture of those sparkly shoes. I love I it.
4: I will. I've already touted them a couple of times this year. And so definitely then... We'll be doing. Um, I'm trying to do more. Um, uh, trying to do more where I support my LGBTQ friends with by going and watching whenever they're doing any you know performances or you know extracurricular activities, sporting arts, etc. I had the honor of being in a play last October where I played a, a gay woman in the 1940s in the American Baseball League, and for me that was my way of really truly like showing the world that I am an ally and I'd love to find other opportunities this year to do something similar.
0: Super cool. Um, well, I'm going to go take a turn too. um, I was talking to HRC, the human rights campaign, and I was talking about their catalog, but they have a beautiful bag, a rainbow bag, like a canvas bag to go shopping. And I don't know about all of you, but it's like overnight, there's no more bags at the pharmacy, grocery store. So why not have a beautiful tote bag that also has a message at you know at the same time. Um so I think I'm gonna go buy one of those bags, which is a little thing, but I don't know. People say it. Yeah, I think awareness is important. But for me also a
2: cute reusable yeah. bag.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. Um but for me I showing
5: think I'm showing your just... pride and being environmentally. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. How cool
5: sectional.
2: Yeah that makes me Love feel it. good. Um, but for
0: me, you know what I'm really going to do this month. I think I'm going to be curious. Um, I'm going to ask, um, KJ knows I ask her all the time. Well, how do I say this? Well, how do I do that? Well, I want to get it right. Well, I don't want to say something and be embarrassed. And, you know, KJ, I have to thank you because you're constantly giving me that, that confidence to be like, just be you Dawn, just, you know, but, I think I'm just going to be curious, um, to learn. Um, I'm so glad to spend all this time with you that I've been able to learn. And, and, you know, again, I, I don't want it to be, I don't understand. I want it to be for the, for me and for the world, I want to learn. So that's going to be my June. Um, maybe y'all can help me a little bit. Don our curious
2: queen. I love, that. Queen. love, I that. love it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, super cool. Well, I wish we could keep talking and talking and talking. We might have to have a part two. Um, you know, I know in the New York area, the Alice Austin house, if you get a chance, that's one of our customers. They have a beautiful museum. Alice Austin was um, a trailblazer ahead of her time. Um, she was a photographer um, who took the most amazing pictures, but she was um you know, she, she had a different lifestyle. And back then it was just, she was a trailblazer. So please look that up. There's a success story on onecause.com. So big shout out to Alice Haas. I wish we could list all the nonprofits that are making headways and breaking barriers You know, in our community, but uh, you know who you are out there. We applaud you. We thank you. We and honor this- you. Yeah, we honor you. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fearless Fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. Um, We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Please tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 1230 p.m. That's Thursdays. 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, And in the meantime, listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Please follow the channel that you like the best so that you can get notifications about all of our new guests and hear more from One Cause Voices and Thought Leaders. We stream on 11 channels and on demand at OneCause.com. To all you fundraisers out there, we know that you're doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Your stories are awe-inspiring. You inspire us. And we know you won't want to miss a single episode of Raise Nation Radio where we can bring your stories forward. I would like to thank our sponsor, OneCause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits. Connect with their donors. Check them out at onecause.com. Visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks and blogs and success stories that I'm sure you'll find very helpful. A huge shout out, thanks, much gratitude to all my peers here at One Cause for sharing your true self and your authentic voice. This is a conversation that must be had, and I'm glad that we had it today. So to Audrey with a accent from New Jersey and Nate and Nicole and Sarah and KJ. Thank you so much for being with us today. I enjoyed our conversations. I hope all of you did
2: just want to say your last goodbyes. Gosh, Don, thank you so much for having us. KJ, thank you for making the magic happen. And, and thanks, One Cause, for being so wonderful.
1: <laughs> thanks, thanks, everyone. It was nice to hear thanks. everyone. Thank you. Well thanks, thanks again everyone. so much.
0: Once again, that is a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lango and this is Rage Nation Radio. Stay fearless out there.